What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast, podcast presented by our damn, damn selves. Gia. You know it. You know we always got to start things off shouting out the lovely jazz creator of mm-hmm. J-Scope, which is the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. And Jazz made an appearance on Windy City Live. Yes, yes. Just demonstrating the J-Scope. She had um the two hosts up there like mm-hmm. showing off the belt. So pretty dope, yeah. Yeah, I saw her Instagram video that she put up. Like I said, I was asleep when the show came on. Yeah, I didn't but, see the original airing, yeah. but I watched the replay when I found out that was the day she and I wish there. I would have seen it, but I saw like her uh, poster video. Um, I guess it was like a live video that she had streaming on her Instagram, mm-hmm. and she was saying that you know, like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, mm-hmm. do my Windy City appearance. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, it looked like everything went well. I saw some still photos afterwards. Yeah, she was looking damn good. <laughs> like I always say, the lovely jazz. Yes, the lovely jazz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, you ready to get it cracking, kid? Yes. So let's talk about um. R.I.P. to the legendary Craig Mack, first yeah, of all. Yeah, we're going to have to start off because we have a couple of R.I.P.s. So yeah. Craig Mack, uh, for you youngsters who may be listening. Here comes the brand new, new flavor in your ear. ear. That's pretty much what he's known for. Yeah. He had other songs, but that's the one everybody knows. Yeah, it's on so. a uh, Ford Fusion commercial now with the girls. Like She's like trying to hype herself up. That's why the timing of this shit yeah. is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. anybody thought about Craig Mack in years, and now they, he's his song appears in a commercial and he dies right after. Yeah. The timing is wild as hell. On yeah. Because yeah. when I saw that, I just saw 46 years old. Crazy. 46 is like, yeah. and then, like, from where I saw, like, there was like, it was natural. I'm like, so people are dying at 46. It was 46? pretty sudden, too, because, like, um, I hadn't heard anything about him in years, but, like, I didn't hear about him being sick either. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like uh, he had uh, wasn't he involved with like the church now or something like that? Like I think that I don't he know left, what um, he became after he left. I think music. he did leave, and I think that he was involved with the church, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. I think that he went like a whole another direction after um you know he parted ways with doing uh, the rap game mm-hmm. and everything. But it's just like. Like, I kept on trying to find, like, was this story credible? For when I first started coming my timeline, I was like, what is this? And then I saw, like, um, Funkmaster Flex and, like, other people. People like that, that in the knew industry, him personally, right? yeah. Those New York LL Cool J. Yeah. I saw people in the industry um, giving their RIP. So then I knew it had to be true when I mm-hmm. saw them say it. And then, like, when I was trying to look at a cause of death, like, I believe it said, like, of natural. And I'm just like, People are dying at 46 years old for natural causes? Mm. Like, what is that? Like, I mean, I, I still don't know, like, what exactly happened with him. It's so who's scary. still left from that era of bad boy? Um, Total Faith Evans. Well, that's it. It's like, who's left from that era that when they were at their height? Like, who's even left from that era? Because, like. I'm trying to remember. You see my face. I'm yeah. like, do, do, do. 112, they still around. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, most of the R&B, like, yeah, like, well, all of the hip hop cats from that era are gone. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I just thought about that right now. Wow. Who's still around from that, that, um, mid 90s era of bad yeah. boy. Yeah. Which we'll call was later. Shine was later. Yeah, Shine and Black Rob and uh, G Dep. I count them. That was all post big. Yeah, that all was of like that um, stuff. About the Millennium. The ones, yeah, that the ones that were the there when yeah. Big was alive. That's the ones I'm yeah, talking it's like about. That prime bad It's like boys, Total yeah. Faith Evans One Twelve. They're still all mm-hmm. around. Yeah, but I don't know who's still That's around. It. That's it. Yeah. That's all I. That's all I can think of too. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Mm. 
But R.I.P. Craig Mack, it's like... Craig Mack, 1,000 degrees, and you'll be on your knees, <laughs> and you'll be burning, begging, please. It's like, I had to listen to some flavor in your ear. Yeah. Both versions I was listening to right after he died. Yeah. Like, uh, the remix is, like, one of the best, like, um, collabs, like, ever. Because you had, you know, you had Biggie on it. It's a top five posse record, I would had, say. Yeah, posse record. That's the word I was looking for, posse record. You had Big, you had Craig Mack. Busta Rhymes, Busta LL, Ryan. and then for some reason Rampage was Rampage, on that record. He's yeah. like, hey, one of these kids is not like the other. Like, <laughs> figure out which one. There you go. <laughs> and Young Elise Neal was dancing in the video. If you watch, watch the video. I don't even remember the video. She was for dancing that. with LL Cool J in the video. Like, young Elise Neal, yeah. But like, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's favorite posse records. It's like my favorite of all time, I think, is Ashacha. And there was some heavy hitters in that one. Like, mm-hmm. on one of them has left us from that record. You have LL, you have Fat Joe, you have Foxy, you have Keith Murray, you have and R.I.P. Prodigy was in that. Right, so, right, yeah. right, yeah. So, like, I think that's one. my favorite posse record of mm-hmm. all time. Wu-Tang's Triumph, once again, lost ODB in that. Yeah, like, all these records, like, people have lost them in these posse. So, uh, we came and hear those records. I got anymore. my mind made up, Tupac. Oh, or, yeah, ooh, ooh. Corrupt, From yeah. All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me. Corrupt, Daz, Pac, Meth and Red. yeah. All heavy hitters, man. Yeah, that was a great one. And too. since it's um women, it was Women's Month right now. Yeah. Not tonight. Not tonight. Yeah. Angie Ma, Lil Kim, Lisa yeah. Lopez, Brat, and Missy Elliott. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's always it's like somebody one. on it that's gone. You yeah, can't, you can't you even know. like do the reunion because you've lost people on all of these posse records. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think of one where we still have everybody on it because like every one of those we named like um. Four, three, two, one. I think they're all still around. Cause that's yeah. LL, Method, Method Man, Man, Red Man. Man. Who else? Cannabis. Cannabis and somebody else. DMX. DMX. Yeah, DMX. Yeah, DMX, they added later. He wasn't on the original version. You asked for it, baby. Yeah. asked for it, baby. Yeah. 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 it was just DMX. the four, and then they added DMX. I like DMX. And a lot of people him. liked his verse. The I liked his verse. Yeah, I did like DMX's verse. They added him. Cause I think that was where the whole controversy, because... Um, because, like, it had mm-hmm. cannabis on it, and then him and LL had that thing. So they took cannabis off and put DMX on and they said, fuck it, we're going to release with all of them yeah. on it. And that's the version everybody likes with all five. Because mm-hmm. at first they had replaced cannabis with DMX, and then mm-hmm. they said, ah, no, nah, we're going to keep cannabis because his verse was dope to yeah, me. Yeah, well, I'm the illest nigga alive. Watch me prove it. Got your yeah. crown with your head so that's that's to it. it yeah. Which was bold. Like, he challenged the he nigga. Challenged like, LL. yeah, like, oh, you're on his record and he challenged him. He was out back then. We were like, oh, sipping the tea. He was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, like, what you. But LL put him in his play. LL was like, "Okay, youngster, yeah. sit down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been around since like '84. Yeah, have a seat. That's why LL came in. Like, have a seat, baby. Box like in course. Yeah, he's like, have a seat, child. That's how LL. It felt like a father challenging mm-hmm. his son. Like when your son get like, yeah, you know, I got this, mm-hmm. dad. And then you be like, no, nah, I'm yeah. still pops. I'm sit down. <laughs> Another one of my favorite posse records. Like we got to go to the Rockefeller hours. Um, you, me, him, and her. Was like Jay Beans, Memphis Bleak, and a million. Oh like yeah, one of my favorites as well too. Yeah. Like that was like sick. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Jigga jigga man, seagull seagull. Uh, Memphis Bleak, uh, a million is like that mm-hmm. one was like classic. Yeah, it was funny. Like years later, when a million left, he always say a million gone. Like when they because he was still did that song, but he always say gone when he said her verse. Like, like years because I've seen Jay a few times. Like, he was like years, he was still doing that one and like just skipping over her part. Yeah. See the face I just made on mm-hmm. that. 
Speaking of Jay, yeah, that broke the internet. Um, Jay on tour. Let's talk about on the run too. Don't care if we on the run. Toasty seeds in the dark past. Yeah. Uh, the official sale starts tomorrow. Well, you guys yeah, are going to be here. pre-sale kicked off um, Wednesday. last week. Yeah, the 14th. And, and then the official starts. Will be uh, this week now, we would this say. This Monday, yeah. yeah, the 19th. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Um, like, Beyonce herself would have broke the internet. Yeah, she would have. You sprinkle that Jay-Z dust on top. Oh, it's like, yeah. And it's just fucking losing their goddamn mind. Yeah, and they like the beehive already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they mortgage in that fucking house. It's yeah, already. One, I'm going to that show. One yeah. uh, post I saw, it was like it was a repost. It was like, you know, if I want to spend my tax money, my child support, my rent, don't come and say nothing to. I'm going to this concert. It's like, and I got um one of okay. my students from IMS is like, yeah, they um they already <laughs> they already got their pre-sale tickets for the Detroit show. So I couldn't get Chicago, but. I'm driving to Detroit to see it, so they already like oh, okay. planning a road trip to go to see this fucking show. It's crazy, man. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, it's like that. Yeah, you got your road trip planned already. But here's my thing about concerts with me. It's like, okay, I mean, I would like to go because Marcus asked me when um, we saw that you know they were going on sale. Good luck with that shit. You know, like if we can the go, numbers I've been looking. That's what I say. Good luck. If we with can it. go, but um, you know, it was like the pre-sale. It's like obviously those are like the inflated uh, tickets. Like don't look at those. And that's the premium, yeah. Yeah, and that's premium. like the VIP packages. But they said that they have tickets starting at twenty dollars, which I mean I know Beyonce is going to be a spec at twenty dollars. But they those said, are probably already those will be gone. Like you got like they, when they go on sale like one second later, the twenty dollars tickets. Yeah, because they said be that gone. the tickets actually are like between twenty dollars and three hundred and fifty dollars. Like the mm-hmm. real, like the real tickets are the like general admission yeah. are in that price point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I have a number in my head that I'm not going to go above. A because, number between 20 and 350. Yeah, I have a number. Say, right? I won't say my number, but I have a number because uh, Marcus asked me, because he's a huge Jay-Z fan. He's never seen Jay-Z live. I've seen Jay-Z like five so I've times. I've seen Jay-Z yeah. before live. And um, Beyonce, I haven't seen her live, but I um, have her concerts. I saw Beyonce twice, I want to say. Yeah, the BET Awards. Yeah, I saw us both at awards shows. Yeah, and uh, the Grammys, yeah. yeah. But I saw Beyonce's concert uh, from Wembley and um, mm-hmm. the B-Day tour because I had both of those concerts on DVD. And they showed part of the On the Run one year at the BET because it was a controversy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they ain't even here because they right. advertised as, yeah, Beyonce and Jay-Z with a special performance. And, like, um, I don't get the people at home that were complaining about that. I get it if you were in the building at um right. at the BET Awards at the right. Nokia store, whatever. I think at the Nokia Arena, wherever. Yeah, it was, I think they like, went to Nokia, Nokia Theater. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you were there and they showed them on the screen, like I could get being pissed. You're but like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. But with us at home, we all watching it on TV. So like, what's exactly. the difference between them being in Nokia and them being like in Barclays or whatever and shit? Mm-hmm. Like, we still why it's like people just wanted to complain about yeah. that. That's what I was saying. I don't get like people that's mm-hmm. not even there complaining. Like we see in the performance the same way it's like on TV. <laughs> I do have my number, and like I said, if um, you know, if we can, you know, go because I'll be in that because by the time it happens, it's going to be in August, and mm-hmm. I'm like we would need a date night away from the kids, so that would be a nice date night away from the kids. Mm-hmm. 
But I was like, you also have to factor in transportation because you know a soldier field park is going to be like $60. Yeah. To park your car at least 60 Say 50 60 yeah. It's going to be up there. So, I mean, we were talking like, you know, should we just like drive right, our car somewhere it. and take an Uber? Mm-hmm. Like, should we drive our car like a little bit to the, because we're not too far from Soldier Field, but like, should we just. You're going to have to drive a little drive bit out of the area. Away, right, because, out of the area. Um, and then take the Uber back. Even the cheap lots are going to be like exactly. 35 40 Because we were thinking yeah. that we could put our car somewhere there, like just take an Uber back or whatever to it. If it makes sense financially, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't pay like 35 and the Uber, so you might as well just pay the 50 or yeah, 60. <laughs> so it just makes it depends on what you can find, like what away from it. Away from it, yeah. If you find it under, let's like, say if you find like a $10 lot, then it would make sense to do mm-hmm. the Uber there, for example. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but at the end of the day, like I've been seeing a lot of like people wanting to be jokesters, air quote, I'm putting up on Facebook and like, some people have been saying the thing about, it's funny that every time that Beyonce announces the dub, a tour, it's like during tax season. Like people are always like, hmm. <laughs> say that joke that, because I mean, realistically, people are going to spend their whole taxes to go there. Like if you, are, love Beyonce. if you are a huge Beehive member, you yeah. will spend your taxes. And my thing is like when people were like being so critical, talking about it should be more important than you should do with your money, da, 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 da. Stop. I don't tell grown folks how to spend their money. That's why I say the stop thing. At Like, I agree with you with that. Like, I am not telling grown people how to spend your money. You cannot tell no one grown what they should or should not do with their money. However, if somebody borrows $50 from you for gas money after they bought all the run tickets, then you can talk about them. Oh, yeah. If you come to me personally. Then you can talk about them. I don't even care if you like begging somebody else for money. Because if you come to me me asking me me for $50. And you were at that show, then I'll say something. Then you can talk about it. Or if you put up a GoFundMe page or Facebook saying that you don't don't have rent money. Yeah, or you're about to be evicted. Then you can get talked about. It's like, okay, now you're asking me to donate to your GoFundMe and you Mm -hmm. went to all the runs. Go on these. <laughs> then you can talk about people, but if somebody is doing, you know, don't tell girl people how to spend their own money. Don't exactly. do that. Yeah, like they work for it, they can spend it on whatever the fuck they want to. Right. Uh, I said, but the second uh, they want to involve you with it, mm-hmm. then absolutely you can. Yeah, but as long as your bills paid or anything, yeah. yeah, you're not asking. Even if you like borrow the money from your mom for the bills, like that's between you and your mom. They ain't got shit to mama. do with me. So like, go ahead. I don't care about that. Right. So, yeah. But if you come to me personally, that's when I'll be like, okay, like, uh, you bought Beyonce tickets. You coming to me now? I was like, yeah. I know a friend of ours had it. They was like, uh, you owe me money, but you want to buy on the run tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I'd be pissed if I saw that. That's that bullshit. Like, if you owe me money, and then I see you, like, because I, I posted on his page, I was like, sure enough, social media tell on you. You would tell on yourself on social media. People don't have loves, good poker faces. Everybody loves to tell what they do. You got. don't find out shit I'm doing until I'm to there. After and the shit. fact, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> after the fact, yeah. It might be the next day, like, yeah, Kenny Lamar show was lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lollapalooza was lit. I think I announced <laughs> on this podcast I was going to that Kendrick Lamar <laughs> damn show. It's like, yeah, it's like, I didn't, t- you didn't see shit on social media until after the show. Yeah, after the fact, right. Come but on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you sometimes have to move in silence. Sometimes be a ninja. Sometimes poker you got to move in yeah. silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Speaking of ninjas, yeah, let's um talk about ninjas now. Um, Hoteps is what I want to talk about because you know, like St. Patrick's Day just passed this weekend, and like a lot of people like to um get drunk. That's their day because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good deals. Like if you're a drinker, that's a good day to get drunk, yeah. like on the cheap. Yeah. 
So and um, and they start early because, like I said, I went day. to I went to school at you know. Um, Tell you a story that. about how early they start and shit. It's they like, started uh, like at eight a.m. on campus when I was in school. I was DJing um yeah. <laughs> um hip hop flow. Shout out Xavier Pope and Bear Freak Yoga. We do the thirsty third Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I was DJing that last night and um we had our night decent turnout and like this one girl like ten minutes in she had to walk out. She had passed out when we found out after she had been drinking since like about 10 in the morning. So by the time they, you guys the classes at night, yeah, you yoga, yoga. so she just, she tapped out. She walked the fuck out in the middle of class. Cause we all just looked at me, say, like, we just, we just looked at her, okay. <laughs> what was that? She just bounced. And then like, um, one of the, um, uh, his assistants went and checked on the girl and he said, yeah, she was fucked up. Just, I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. It's St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. <laughs> well, yeah, they start at 8 a.m. The bars be open early. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she couldn't even get popping. through the class. Yeah, she was so fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then they got the River Green in Chicago. Like yeah, I said, Chicago River for people every year. who don't, who aren't, you know, from our area, mm-hmm. you know, they do it. It's big every year. But, yeah, the whole taps were out in full effect. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ninjas already back from Wakanda celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Old slave ass niggas. <laughs> they already <laughs> on that shit. It's like, you know, the whole taps and shit. Yeah. Here's the thing I always like to say about being too woke and shit. Mm-hmm. If we compare the figurative woke and the literal woke, we compare the two. Mm-hmm. If you're like literally, you stay woke too long, you get tired and cranky and shit, and you eventually do. you're gonna like kill somebody and shit. Yeah. yeah. So like, say for the niggas that are too woke, say sit down and take a nap. Yeah, shit. take a nap. Sometimes a nap is all you need to like clear your head and shit. Get you a siesta, nigga. Like, like, why are you so angry? Like, I was like, why are you so angry? Think about when you don't get no sleep, you angry as fuck. (laughs) Think about that. I'm a parent, so you know I know about not getting sleep. (laughs) That's what it is. These niggas are too woke. Y'all niggas need a nap and shit. (laughs) Jeez. It's like just everything, like, and I, I like to enjoy life. It's yeah, like, you only get, you only get a ride on this planet once. It's like, enjoy your time while you're here Mm -hmm. and shit. Like, no why are you so mad all the time? And shit, it's yeah. no, uh, you got continue. You know, you put another yeah. quarter in the machine, continue, get three more it's lives. No flying DeLoreans where we yeah. can go back and shit. It's like, no. Once it's done, it's done. It's yeah. Done. That's yeah. it. <laughs> if you spend like the majority of your days like angry just being and shit, angry and, off and, shit, yeah. and telling people not to have fun. Because it's like, it's not your idea of what fun is mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Because I have my friends that do like to drink my black friends because they said, like, I don't care what you niggas say. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't turning out like all these these good d- drinking deals. <laughs> you can get drunk on the cheap. It's like St. Patrick's, mm-hmm. like, all the bars got, yeah, the, some of them even offer like free, like, like free beers and stuff like yeah. that, like certain drinks. They have that the green beer and yeah. all that. So if you're a drinker, like, and you're a beer drinker, you get free and beer like, all day. Like this type of stuff, you know, sure. you got the Irish. Because Irish soda bread is good. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I used to work for Jewel. And, like, every year they put out the Irish soda bread. Okay. And that bread was good. Mm-hmm. And then if you do eat, like, the corned beef, cabbage, all that stuff, the red potatoes, like the traditional Irish meal. When I did eat corned beef, I used to do Because so we did one year. We won't say who we hung out with. And I did. I got a group in that day. I want to say we hung out with. Um, yeah, we went to a bar, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we are non-black friends, we won't say yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, when we used to eat corned beef, yeah, both yeah. of us, yeah. Yeah, that, that year. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll tell a funny story about St. Patrick's Day involving our mom. It's, like, hilarious. Oh, it's like, um, <laughs> She's like, um, I guess you could say that our mom's from one of the original hoteps. Like, because my mom said when she was in school, um, she had a friend that... um. At the day after, which is the day we're recording this fucking podcast, ironically. Yeah, ironically. Yeah. 
She said, like, well, we don't have a holiday. We're going to call this St. Nigger's Day. Like, yeah, and she basically made up her own holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like St. Patrick's. I kind of want to call this St. Ninja's Day, like this episode, but I came up with a better name for this episode. St. Hotep's Day. That's what this episode is called. Happy St. Hotep's. We're going to call it St. Hotep's Day. March 18th is officially, oh from this day forward, St. Hotep's oh Day. <laughs> We're going to celebrate every year. Making fun of them. That's how you I celebrate. Can't. You don't get drunk. You just make fun of hotels. That's how you celebrated it. That's why I kicked it off talking shit about them in this oh podcast. My gosh. Yeah. But the best meme I saw, and this made me laugh or whatever. I was like, this was funny. They was like, knowing St. Patrick that we had died. Oh, it's where, ghost. They had ghosts. Patrick, St. James, whatever the fuck is St. Patrick, St. James. Is it knowing St. Patrick we had dominated? I think I saw Kendra G posted that on our Instagram. I saw a couple people yeah. post that about ghosts. So. Yeah. I mean, that made me laugh. Like, that was like a fun way to like, you know, just. Yeah, see, fun. And that's fun. Not yeah. like these hotels weren't <laughs> posting fun, that shit. Right. <laughs> they posting angry shit. Cause like, uh, Looking like Lamont and his Daishiki when he changed his <laughs> name to Kalunda and shit. Yeah. Like a Columbus in, in Day. Africa, you wouldn't behave like that. Like a Columbus Shut Day, up, like baby. they posted big. They said, don't we, Christopher, we acknowledge. Oh. <laughs> it's Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though. Oh, my gosh. So what's funny is like when Black Panther at the height of the um popularity when it mm-hmm. first dropped, it's like the whole taps were complaining about that and shit, yeah. And now you're talking about, yeah, oh y'all niggas already off the Wakanda Batman. I want you the one complaining about people like celebrating Wakanda. So you know it ain't real. Like just just angry as all no matter what. Yeah, what like okay, what do you, <laughs> like I'm a Tyrese you. What do you want from me? I'm a Tyrese you. Like yeah. what? What? Hoteps are just ridiculous. Like, why are you so angry? Like, I like I had to say it to my daughter. Like, when she would just when she was a baby and she would just be crying angrily, and I say, "Why are you so angry?" Mm. And that's why I just wanted to just ask them, like, "Why are you so angry? Like, what is wrong?" It's I mean, woke. You, you can't just have just it's nothing that you enjoy doing rather than just saying that everything is against you. You see what I mean? Is it anything that you legitimately Remember, enjoy? Remember, um, like, undercover enjoy, brother. Do you Dave. enjoy watching birds fly in the sky? Yeah. Like just something as simple as that. Remember, undercover brother Dave, Dave Chappelle's Chappelle. character in that. That's what he was a hotel. <laughs> he was a fucking hotel. High, what do you mean? Like I'm high, like high, like the Fourth of July, or whatever he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, he was off the chain. That's what niggas like. That's what we celebrate niggas like him on Saint Hotep's Day. <laughs> oh, I just have to go back because uh, we. Uh, I know we like jump with like the Jay Z thing. Yeah, we all over the place. One yeah. more acknowledgement of um, our RIP. We lost Stephen Hawking. Ah, yes, mm. astrophysicist, seventy six yeah, years old. Seventy six years old. Wow. He was. Um, a lot of people compared him, say he was the Albert Einstein of our era. Yes. Like what Einstein was way back when, mm-hmm. like he said, he was the our Einstein. And looking like, wow, they were exactly thirty years apart, him and Craig Mack, like mm. their uh, age. Wow, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Because forty six, seventy six, yeah. And uh, Stephen Hawking, like, well, I remember most of from him was when he was on The Simpsons. That's my memory of him. He had a comedic side, like he was, was funny. Was that yes. Lisa joined Mensa? When she joined Mensa, and Stephen Hawking was part of Mensa. Yeah, on that he episode. was like, big deal. My IQ is two hundred and seventy. And I remember he, he punched Homer <laughs> yeah. out at the end. Because he appeared on a couple episodes of The Simpsons. He was on a couple. Remember episodes. when he punched Homer? That's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mari stole his quote off of his thing. I guess different people have a different idea of the utopia like or whatever. On, on Steven screen. And he yeah. was like, hey, you read that, you off, read my that off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> but it was just sad to see. And like one of like one of the most brilliant minds that like we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like just period. Like he was for him to like deal with ALS. Yeah. Like it to yeah, it didn't affect his mind. He was yeah, still, and the way that he just everything that he did was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that they only gave him like a few months to live, and like he outlived it by what like fifty years, yeah. his disease. And he couldn't even speak and shit. Yeah, but yeah, he, he had still the voice yeah, box. Yeah, he, he still was able to communicate. Yeah, but they said that he was a uh, you know like the fact that he was on The Simpsons. It was like you know he did have a comedic side. He yeah. was funny. You know he liked to he probably watch the show. And say, he was a hey, jokester. I be on yeah, there. he was a jokester. <laughs> Cause I don't think The Simpsons came to him. He probably watched it. That'd be funny to be on The Simpsons. He probably yeah. watched the show because he was a bit of a jokester. They said so. <laughs> Rest in peace and, you know, condolences to his family and everything. Okay. R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. And let's shift gears once again now mm-hmm. since we're talking about hotels. There's one thing where they could legitimately be upset oh. about. Yeah. I'll talk about right. Okay. A server at an IHOP in Maine asked a group of black teenagers to pay in advance for their meal. Why? I mean, I know why, but exactly. why? <laughs> <laughs> But the manager had to come out and issue a public apology after that shit because you uh, know, yeah. like, this shit was about to be huge. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just tell somebody, like, because, I mean, let's be real. Mm. Okay. We were all teenagers at one time in our life. And sometimes teenagers, we can get a little rambunctious, whatever. But if you want to do that, do it across do the it board. Do it for everybody. Make everybody pay up front. Do it across Not the board. Not just with the, all these group of blacks. Oh, yeah. your black kids have to pay. But y'all got to pay before you get your food. Whereas you know, IHOP, they bring the bill at the end. Right. It's as bad as like, you know, you being followed around the store. Like as soon as you walk in the store and then... You need any help? You need mm-hmm. any help? You need any help? It's like, I'm just browsing. I'm not. And I just walked in. I don't know what I want I don't yet. know what I want. <laughs> oh, well, this item right here, you know, it's so-and-so, so-and-so, but, um, you know, it's no layaway on this item. Time out. <laughs> the second someone says that, I'm out. Time Didn't out. Can they do a scene in Boomerang with that? Yeah, with the- guy said about layaway and shit. He was like, uh, we don't- we don't keep cash in the store or something he said. Okay, I thought it was a lady. No returns or something he said. <laughs> that suit is $2,800. <laughs> you can't return it. Or whatever he said, like basically insinuating that they and were going to. like three executive brothers. Yeah. It's like they Try all had money in that they were going to be. Martin, David, and Eddie. That, I, that they were yeah. going to be pigeons, like the Sondo pigeon, yeah. like wear an outfit and take it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that. When, like, Chris Rock's character was looking, I would say something to him. Yeah, the minimum wage brothers in the office. These are the executives that were looking around. <laughs> but that's crazy. I did I did see that IHOP story, and I was just like. And I was like, what the fuck? What man? year is it again? And just like. Like, what year is it? Just them. That's what made me mad about Because, like, I get. It was like across the board. Like, say, when you go to McDonald's or, like, Chipotle, of course you pay up front. Right. Everybody pays up front. You don't just single out certain people. Right. Like, but this place just singled out this group of black teenagers in 2018 and said, oh, no, you Negroes got to play up front. And then it's fucking IHOP. I'm sorry to say that. Like, you're not even an upscale or nothing. Like, you're, you're IHOP. Yeah, if somebody wants to walk out in IHOP, who gives a fuck? It's like, like, uh, like the food probably sucked. That's why they didn't want to pay for it for my walks out of there. Come on, Shit. You walk you're out like you like a five star, like a <laughs> you know, like a downtown restaurant. It's I fucking hop. Right. Dude. Speaking of uh, things that I do like that our youth are doing, um, did you see the national walkout mm-hmm. on March fourteenth? Yes. yes. 
They were protesting school shootings. Yes. So like um, students across the country. Across the country. Walked out on the 14th. And I saw some video of one of students in our area. I saw, um, I want to say Xavier. Xavier posted his daughter. Yeah. And then some people from um, where I work at, like, uh, they would say HF, like some students from HF, they walked out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was very empowering to see that this is our future. Mm-hmm. These kids are our future. So... If you are 18, like election primaries in Cook County is Tuesday. on Tuesday. Get your vote on. Go vote. Please, please, please go vote on Tuesday. Yeah, just because it's not presidential, don't mean you shouldn't vote. Mm-hmm. You should have voted every election. You should vote every election. Especially these local ones because that directly affects you. Mm-hmm. But the kids, uh, I'm glad that they did um, actually go out and do that. I'm so glad that they did. You know, band together, stick together, absolutely, and stand for something. Like I said, because like you guys are our next generation, mm. and we always want to teach our kids to don't be a follower, be a leader, make your own choices, stand up for what's right. Like we always do want to instill that in our kids, but oftentimes when a circumstance arises where you can have that moment where you need to stand up, you just kind of just go back and fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad these kids did make a point to stand up and to stand out about it. But this walkout wasn't completely without controversy. Oh, yeah. Too. Absolutely. Three students in an Arkansas high school were reportedly punished by being paddled after walking out. It's a very conservative public school, mind you, in Arkansas. You know, like, that's the Tiki Torch area mm-hmm. down in Arkansas. Like, I ain't fucking with them, but yeah. It's like, but yeah, it's three students. Yeah, they got a bomb paddled for basically walking out. That's someone paddled my child. Exactly. Uh, I'm saying, like, you would think I was Dean Big Brother Almighty if you paddled my child. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Try mines. Try one of mines. Because it says, like, the kids were offered the choice between um, an in-school suspension or getting paddled. Like, I'm like, still paddling motherfuckers in 2018. Right. It's like, come on. <laughs> what fucking school is this? Right. I'm trying, to find, I'm trying to find the name of the school. They want their school back. So I want to call it out. I don't see right. the name on this article I'm looking at. It says in Arkansas High School. I don't have the name of it. But if I, ta- if I get it, I'll announce it later on this podcast. And then they also said that um, in Atlanta, like they told the students that they couldn't walk out. But the students, they took a knee in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Colin Kaepernick. Because they said, took a yeah. knee in the hallway. The kids did. So... Uh-huh. Absolutely, and then they only did it was only for seventeen minutes because it was to represent the seventeen people uh-huh. who lost their lives last month in a senseless shooting that happened. Uh-huh. And that was what, like the how many shootings had happened already? Nineteen, eighteen, something like that. Shootings something in forty five like days or whatever. Uh-huh. Man, I mean, it's a problem. It's a problem that we need to address and sticking your head in the sand and acting like it's not, it's not going to make the problem go away. Yeah, that's that bullshit, my nigga. Yeah, being like, well, you're just trying to take my guns. Shut the fuck up. No one's trying to take your guns. <laughs> Shut Second the Amendment. Shut the fuck up. Like, do you even know what the Second Amendment is? Like, read the Constitution. Like, how about that? How about you go and you actually, like, learn your history? How about that? Go and read the Constitution. Mm. I'm sure it's a lot of stuff that you probably will be... um educated about if you actually sat down and actually read it nobody's gonna do that because like that's some long boring ass shit there that constitution they're gonna talk shit but like nobody's gonna actually sit down and read that shit they're yeah. just gonna talk shit you know people are you even know how the constitution starts we the people that we preamble the people. yeah the, pre- uh, the uh, preamble 
Mm-hmm. But shifting gears once again, because I'm tired of talking about those assholes. It's yeah, like, sorry, I get. And since we talked about it, come death comes in threes. We talked about Craig Mack. We talked about Stephen Hawking. Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Third death, like a part of our childhood died with that one. Cause you like, know, I gotta do. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. They got a million toys and Toys R Us that I can play with. From bikes to trains to video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. Uh huh. I don't want to grow up because if I did, I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow up. You want to grow up? I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Woo! See, we. We were Toys R Us kids. We were Toys yeah. R Us kids. Mm-hmm. You know, at 87 and the Dan Ryan. Like I said, if you lived in Chicago. I remember when that Toys R Us opened. That's so old I am. Dan yeah. Ryan. Because I remember when they opened that Toys R Us. It wasn't R-S, like yeah. Adventure right there, too, or something. Adventure right? was not. It was, yeah, Adventure was on the other side. It was, it was on where, the other um, side. What, Burlington is that? Burlington is that. Because I remember we would drive up there. We'd be like, yes, we're going to Toys R Us. And their mom's like, no, we're going to Adventure. And we'd be yeah. like, oh. <laughs> For those of y'all that know, no. Venture was like, for those of y'all that don't know, Venture was like, what, a Walmart type store. It's like Walmart that type, type of yeah. store, yeah. Except it was real shittier than Walmart. It's like, a, <laughs> hey, Walmart actually has good shit in there. Venture, Zare's. not so much. Zare was even worse than Venture. Yeah, that's what's Ames, like all Ames. these stores. Like, that's why all of them went bankrupt. All those stores sucked. Goldblatt. <laughs> Goldblatt, that was like the local verb. Was Goldblatt national? I know they were Chicago. That might have been a Chicago thing. <laughs> But Gold Blast, they even had it. They, they, so here's how terrible Gold Blast was. They cut, they cut the bargain basement in. They let you know, like, stuff down in the basement sucks. It's like, yeah. They had the bargain basement. Bargain basement. Oh, I got another local one for you. My Stell. My Stell. They mark everything up and sell it. Everything half off, but like, it you marked, marked it up. It was, third up. If it was like 50 bucks, you marked it up to 100 bucks. So you still getting the money anyway. And the shit wasn't even it worth was 50. It was like trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, Gigi, baby giraffe. I mean, it just hurts just seeing that. So now I'm definitely going to go to Toys Us before they Toys officially. Are, and babies are us because like you yeah, having the babies, you got to hit them yeah. up too. Get some. They stuff say they're Khalil. not. Yeah, they say they're not closing though. Because I called baby. I said, "You guys closing? Are you I guys?" Thought they were, I thought they were. No, shutting they said it's just Toys. They said it's just Toys R Us. Maybe I read my article wrong. I but thought some, they were shutting the whole chain some, down. It is some uh, Toys R Us and Baby R Us that are um, combo stores. Yeah. But the standalone Babies R Us because I called them and they was like, okay. "Yeah, they said no, we're still open." Like kind of like how when maybe Jewel, I read the article wrong. Kind of like how when Jewel did the thing, like they sold off Oscar. Like yeah. all the Osco standalones were closed, but like if you're Jewel, the CBS Osco, took over the majority yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Or yeah. like eighty percent of them were yeah, taken over by CBS. But um, it's like that. Like the standalone babies are so because I called them to make sure because I'm like you know I just got gift come cards up and shit yeah. and I got gift cards got from gift there cards and, and I'm and like uh, and now yeah if they close you know they're gonna be liquidating them exactly I'm gonna go, clean, I'm gonna go shopping spree and shit yeah. if they if y'all are going bankrupt I'm gonna go get all this I called baby and I was like um are you guys and they was like no they said we're not I said you guys aren't closed they said no we're not closing I said okay. It's not you guys closing. It's crazy, but Toys R Us once had three stores. It's like, and I like remember they had Toys R Us, Kids R Us, and Babies R Us. Yeah, uh, Kids R Us went bankrupt some years. Back. Oh yeah, yeah, that, they, yeah, they been went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. probably like early two thousands. Yeah, been gone. Yeah, because they had the three chains. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the kids was like the Babies R Us, but for like the um, older kids. Like, yeah, yeah, that it's with like that tween like, age kind of. I guess. Yeah. yeah, or like school age, like maybe like. Middle childhood. Five, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, middle childhood. Yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. You're not a baby, but um, 
you're not going to the fucking gap and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You're yeah. Mid- yeah, yeah, middle childhood. I would say yeah. the gap is funny. The, the white, gap. the whitest fucking store <laughs> ever. Fall into the gap. No. But, um. Funniest thing about Gap, I'm side par. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Remember LL Cool J Gap commercial he did back in the 90s? When yeah. He was like spitting. It's like, a lot of people don't realize that he was wearing a fucking Fubu hat in that commercial and got away with it because they didn't know what it was. So like, he's like, The Gap is paying me, but I'm promoting because like, I'm promoting the black company. Yeah, for he us, has right. a Fubu hat on in the Gap commercial. No, I got and Gap right. didn't even realize didn't it to the commercial it. at air. Like, so I think when they did the second one, like he didn't have But like, the first Gap commercial, <laughs> he did that on the low. I think he knew the guy that created the the guys that created Fubu. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Said, yeah. Nigga. So he's like, "Was spitting." They got the yeah, Fubu hat on in a Gap commercial. So like, you getting a check from this company? That's like, hilarious. It's like if you were in a fucking Adidas commercial, we had on Jordans yeah, and shit. Jordans. It's like that. <laughs> Step on my J's. Exactly. Step on my J's. <laughs> you wearing J's and shit. But it's just sad. Like I said, I'm gonna take a Ari to towards her so she can see that. But um, this is my childhood. It's a number of reasons why Toys R Us is no is no longer. First and foremost is because of the store we just mentioned earlier, Walmart. Walmart. Walmart is a one stop shop. Yeah, it is. Because they got they got a nice huge toy section. They Not do. like they just got like a couple of rows. It's like like they toy section is is huge as fuck there. And yeah. they have a good clearance section too, mm-hmm. FYI. Yeah. They have a good clearance because I've like got some nice pieces. So if you're shopping, yeah, you can get your grocery shopping at Walmart. You can buy the kids some toys. It's like you could buy your household stuff. Yeah. They got everything there. Get you a bra. You know, they got a <laughs> Get your oil change. They do oil changes. That's yeah, something. They automotive. Do. Some of them yeah, have they automotive. Do. They have like yeah. tire service. Yeah, yeah. tires yeah. rotated and right. get your oil change too while you, while you shop. They have a pharmacy in there. Mm-hmm. Those so like the one stop shop. Mm-hmm. So like why stop it? Like that's the thing. It's about timing. Like we all we all just have twenty four hours in the right. day. So you can get everything done at this one place. Like why stop at a toy store too? Right. That just sells toys. It's like it's mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. We'll just get everything while we right here and shit. Yeah, and you can buy a fucking TV at Walmart did. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, don't all the way up to twenty eighteen. Uh, they opened where nineteen forty eight, right? I don't know. That sounds. I think they right. said nineteen because they had seventy years. That's what they said. Okay. Nineteen forty eight to two thousand eighteen. So mm-hmm. seventy years. Now I came. I haven't seen a fucking Toys R Us in like ten years. That's all crazy. So mm-hmm. like, I I was surprised they were still open when I heard. Yeah, this. The only one that I can think of offhand is the one in Burbank. That's the only one. That's the first one I could think. And of I don't hang out in Burbank, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like the cat's doctor is over there, and we take yeah. the cat for his stuff, so it's over there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, though, and then of course, like online has. Messed up a lot of people's stuff too. Yeah, I was gonna say the Amazon is what finished it off. Like for those that didn't do Walmart, like the Amazons of the world finished them, finished them off. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, that's the two reasons. Like you got Walmart, you want to stop shopping in online shopping. Like did the rest in Mm -hmm. anybody else that still would have gone as well. Which shows you these companies. They um, you gotta think. You gotta think the one step ahead. You gotta have forward thinking. Mm-hmm. You got to know where the industry is going because Toys R Us could have started ToysRUs.com years ago. Yeah. And that way, when it went bankrupt, so okay, yeah, we're going to keep the online portion open. We're just not going to have any like, like brick and mortar stores. stores yeah. yeah. It's like then they'd have been fine. Like they didn't mm-hmm. think like that though. They just like focused on stores because it's probably somebody old in charge that doesn't Online get it, yeah. is like the way to go for a lot of things because it's like you're not paying for a storefront. Mm hmm. You just pay like your, your you have your warehouses with all your stuff, and mm-hmm. then that's it. And then people just go you and like build your website, mm-hmm. you do your you build know, your site. That's yeah. what Amazon does. Like they got these huge warehouses all over the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, you just order your shit, 
Now, the greatest thing I love about the Amazon Prime is that next day shit. Order something right now. Tomorrow, you yeah, have Amazon it. Prime. Yeah, they, uh, Prime one day deliver. I love it. <laughs> they do because Mark's like, I'm expecting a package. I, I get shit. I get yeah. a package. I'm like, okay, you get yeah. a package today, all right. And ain't no waiting. Like, wait, no, no, wait. Three to five days for delay. No. Next day, Amazon Prime. It's like, be like, bus. You that shit right now. Package, yes. bus. You don't even panic. Like, if you need something right away, it's like, especially like with me being a DJ, I might need like a cable or something for like right. to hook up. I was like, Okay, I have to order it on Amazon. That should be here tomorrow. So now I'll definitely have it by Friday because I have it tomorrow. Right, exactly. <laughs> I need, so it's like it's no big deal. About, exactly. Yeah. Well, I got a gig and I need this cable by Friday. I don't have to worry about waiting like five days for it. Mm-hmm. It's like Amazon Prime, next day delivery. There you go. But the Toys R Us thing. Mm. Like we said, it's like how it was like back in the day with um, the video stores. Yeah, Blockbuster didn't think about Blockbuster.com. The first they put out when on the mom and pop stores. Yeah, Blockbuster like killed all the mom and pop video stores. Mm-hmm. So like that's why things came full circle. Like back in the 80s when Blockbuster mm-hmm. like started expanding. Yeah. And then all of the lo- all your local video stores. Because like my dad used to go to Video Junction in Beverly. Yeah, you know, Beverly, spot, yeah, yeah. Video <laughs> Junction. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like shout the, out to people who remember. Yeah, that. we were dropping some gems for like all, all our Chicago Southeast Side who people. Grew up in the eighties slash nineties. Yeah, if you like thirty something from Chicago, yeah, and you grew know, up you know South. Yeah, about, you know right. Video Junction. You probably just lost your shit when we said that. <laughs> like, oh shit! Yeah, I used to go there too. Yeah. To go there. <laughs> but yeah, that that was his spot. It was Video Junction, and then right. like when the blockbusters came along, like first of all, they were everywhere, like McDonald's. Like we had like blockbusters, like every few blocks you could find yeah. one. So, like yeah. Starbucks, basically. Yeah, it's like Starbucks, <laughs> right. yeah. And then um, so you just go right there, and then when you get there, it's like a whole wall. They guaranteed to have your movie in. Wow, Back to the Future three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whole wall. You don't have to worry about when you go to Video Junction. It's like might have one copy, and it's right. out, always out. Cause somebody got it. Yeah. Wow, Predator. Yeah, Predator. Wow, Commando. Commando. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but you go there, coming you know. Coming to America. You know, there's gonna be a whole wall of coming to America yeah. when you walk in. Boomerang. So Boomerang. You know you're gonna yeah. get all of that shit. Yeah. That's guaranteed in stock is what they, that's the they with, promote it. Guaranteed. And in a, stock. another advantage that Blockbuster had over the mom and pops were like, are you keep it five days. Keep it five days. You had to have it back the next day at the other right. ones. They get charge you a late fee. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster said, we know, yeah, but people get busy. You might not be able to watch it, or you might like it. You might want to watch, watch it more it again, than once. So right. keep it for five days and then bring it back mm-hmm. for the same price, basically, that you're paying for one day at the mm-hmm. mom and pop. You say you keep it five days here. And what really like did it in like for us as kids video, video games. games. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster had rented video games, and even then, like video games, just like and video games probably were even more expensive back then than they right. are now right. if you adjust for inflation. Because say like they were about the same. Because like the old card systems were like let's say sixty dollars then, mm-hmm. sixty dollars in the eighties. Like think about how That's much they did for like one game. It's like That's a lot of money. So you don't want to buy a game and then it sucks and right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like they had games on sale, of course, but like the retail price of these games was about sixty bucks back then. Right. And like you buy a game for sixty thousand, it sucks. So but so, okay, you can rent it here for three dollars. It's like Yeah, it's ready. We can check it out, see if we like it mm-hmm. before we had to go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. So we took full advantage of that. And once again, keep it for five, keep days. It for five days. You play it as much as you want. But just really remember, decide if you like it. Be kind, please rewind. That's oh, all yeah. it will be. Well, they will charge kids, you. Kids if you don't rewind. know that struggle about the rewind. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna teach my kids charge about that. Charge you a dollar about rewinding. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta find a VCR first. I gotta find a VCR. <laughs> you can show them about that. Dang, I wish I didn't get rid of my VCR because I got rid. I think a tape got stuck in it. I had to like just uh-huh. throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, what's your whole daughter for nostalgic purposes mm-hmm. to show the kids? Be kind, rewind, but yeah. Then when the um the the millennium came along, mm-hmm. internet got big, of course. Right. Then you got Netflix. They came along. Mm-hmm. Netflix really started out as a mail server. They they would mail the DVDs. Mm-hmm. To you. Well, people don't realize that Netflix wasn't always on the net. Who could have bought Netflix? I'm trying Blockbuster. To... Yes. You could have bought your own competition for like half a million, something really something cheap. Something really cheap. You bought like half a million dollars because like Netflix like offered to sell it out. But then Blockbuster said, nah, we don't, we're going to focus on these. Uh, we don't, this, when this little internet fad, we're just, yeah, we're cool with our stores. Because it was like some dot com business that went out of business. It a lot was of them. some, yeah. yeah. During that era, because like around the t- early 2000s, like you saw dot coms everywhere. And then mm-hmm. for every like, what, thousand dot coms, like maybe only 50 survived mm-hmm. or something like that. And that's the smart ones. Like, like I'm just throwing out like a random number, but it was mm-hmm. it was something like, it was like the numbers were like very, like, mm-hmm. very, like, skewed. Like well, that. yeah, they declined to buy out their competition and then mm-hmm. ended up getting put out of business by the, mm-hmm. the people you just declined to buy for like and very cheap. And then Blockbuster tried to come and they're like, well, we have a machine and then they tried to do the Redbox thing, but they yeah, was already like, too late. Yeah, because like the other half of their competition like was Redbox. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, yeah, just rent it here for a dollar a day. No late fees. You just keep it as long as you want. Yeah, like, hey, we not going to charge you no late days fees. you own it. Yeah. Just, yeah we just keep mm-hmm. on charging your credit card every day. Mm-hmm. It's still better off than buying this shit because it's still only twenty five dollars. Exactly. Yes. If you went out and bought the movie, you probably would have paid more than that. Mm-hmm. So, so even if you do forget to bring it back, or if you lose it, or whatever, like yeah. oh, this is twenty five dollars. You don't care that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they, that's how they they put blockbuster. You go to blockbuster buy that movie, you are gonna pay more than twenty five dollars. But see, they didn't think about that. You weren't forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with um another company that um that's, that's bankrupt as well too. And you had one of these Kodak. Oh, yeah. Kodak didn't jump in on the digital camera mm-hmm. era. If Kodak was really smart, they would have teamed up with like Apple or Samsung, one of these phone companies and right. shit. It's like, yeah, get iPhone 6 with Kodak to camera. Like they would have teamed up. Yeah. And like, yeah, have the Kodak camera and your iPhone get 7 your, uh, or whatever. Galaxy, uh, get your Galaxy Note 8 like with, yeah, with, with Kodak. Kodak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they would have teamed up. Mm-hmm. They didn't think like that because they were focused on physical pictures. Cause I think they could have um cornered the market on the digital cameras like much like um Blockbuster with the online with Netflix. Right. I don't remember what company they could have bought, but I think it was something digital. They could have cornered that and they declined. Mm-hmm. They said, "No, nah, we good with these pictures." Yeah, because mm-hmm. they didn't want like their physical sales. But like, who the fuck develops pictures now? Yeah, because who has a who does film? Yep. But they really like got screwed because like not only did the digital camera kick them in the nuts, they didn't see that whole fucking camera phone thing coming. Oh yeah, they really didn't see that. Oh yeah, and that's what they had thought forward thinking. It's like okay, cell phones are getting more advanced. Like let me get on the phone with Apple or Samsung or somebody. Let's team right, up. Let's team up. We could put our technology in your in phone. In your phone. They didn't think like that though. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just having fun talking about this kind of shit. Damn. Like, yeah, because like I'm getting a little nerdy now with like <laughs> another one. It didn't. It didn't put them out of business, but um, they basically inadvertently created that competition. Um, Nintendo and Sony. Yes, you remember back in the nineties, yes, the Super yes. Nintendo. I think it was in the Super Nintendo. They were like getting ready to segue into that next market of like the N64 era. Right, right, right. right. That right, right, generation right. of consoles. You remember Nintendo was the last company that didn't jump on the, um, the disc the disc, technology. Yeah. They still had a fucking cartridge for the, for carts, the N64. They had the still, right. And like Sony and them were supposed to team up to have like the CD add on for that. 
But then they said, oh, no, we good with our cartridges. So Sony said, well, we we um, put all this work into this technology. We're going to release it as the PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> and PlayStation became the, the high, that PlayStation 2 especially became yeah, the highest selling um, yeah. console, like maybe ever. Like I think that's that was like a big consoles. one. Because that was like when I was in college at PlayStation mm-hmm. 2. So. But yeah, like y'all could have yeah. like basically like shut them down by like teaming up. But you said, oh, no, we like yeah, our we cartridges. Like our and, and then Sony was like, okay, we're not letting all this, t- this um, research to go to waste we put our own shit out we don't need nintendo yeah sega cd sucked <laughs> uh, that was terrible sega, sega we, cd matter of fact we might even do a whole video game episode yeah <laughs> i think we are i think it mm-hmm. uh, i think it's warranted right <laughs> yeah absolutely but r.i.p toys r us all 800 stores are like closing by but the sad thing is is that i saw a report saying that the workers aren't going to get a severance pay Mm. They said that they're going to pay them for the next sixty days or something like that, but they they're giving um the big shots like these uh the, golden parachutes basically. Yeah, I saw something about that, and I'm like, so the workers are they not going to get a severance or anything because people got bills to pay. It's like if your job suddenly closes, yeah, it's not your fault. Like I mean, you didn't plan on your job like going out of business. Mm. So I mean, I. I feel for the Toys R Us employees. Like, hey, that sucks, man. Because I say I think I mean if I'm not if I'm wrong, let me know. But I think I saw an article like that came up about that saying that they weren't like they were giving like the corporate people like these uh boat like something or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but what do the workers get? The regular Joe Schmoes who are on the um floor every day, who are in the retail, who are in the store doing the retail for it. Yeah, but that's shady as shit right there. And you want to talk about shade right now? Let's keep this going. Yes. Are you familiar with a duo called Deuces and Marrow? Deuces and Marrow. They have a podcast that they Yes, do, um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I know them. I know them. Yes. And um, yeah, shout out. You know, I like shouting out other podcasts. Shout yes. out to Deuces and Marrow podcast. Well, I know um, them. I know who you're talking about, yeah. On their podcast, um, well, we'll go back even further, like the full story. Like Ooh. everybody, of course, knows about DJ Envy cheating on his wife Gia with Erica Mina. Yeah, everybody remembers that story, you know. And DJ Envy and his wife, they they talk about that to use as a right. cautionary tale because they have a podcast as well. Shout out to Casey Crew, mm-hmm. and they basically talk about it's like um and their they couple, their storm. Yeah. and they talk about it's like yeah, sure, you see us on paper, we look like this perfect couple with our perfect kids and our match and everything, but uh, it's a lot of bullshit that we don't mm-hmm. know about. So like they try to like yeah help other couples. It's right. like they, you're not the only one going through it. Right. We go through it. And they talk about when Envy cheated on her. Like and um they had appeared on the reel, you know, with um oh, with Lonnie the, Love and uh, um, Adrian Balon Tamara. Tamara. They were on that show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other one I don't remember the name. So yeah. yeah, who gives yeah. a fuck? But yeah. <laughs> the one that nobody remembers. But yeah, they were on that show like um making them basically talking about Envy's like infidelity, like oh mm-hmm. yeah, we weathered that storm and um but Deuces and Mero, they like um they kinda like um you remember the old um mystery science theater show? Or even like Cinema Sense, yeah, where they yeah, basically yeah, provide commentary yeah, 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 about yeah, like yeah. stuff going absolutely, on. Absolutely. So they basically broke down the interview like and provided commentary of everything that Envy and like Gia and like even Lonnie Love, they were making fun of her saying like they didn't know if she was Lonnie Love or Sherry Shepard. They kept calling the same person, which was whole another whole thing. <laughs> All black women don't look alike. And one of the things <laughs> they said, which um, what sparked this conversation, what I'm talking about right oh. now, was um, when um, 
they were talking about um because Gia, his wife was talking about that um she knew Rashan, which is like his real his government yeah, name. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I didn't know DJ Envy. Like, yeah, the guy that y'all like, yeah, I know him as Rashan, my husband. It's right. like, yeah, so like it's like a whole another person I didn't even know. And like Deuces or Mara, I think it was Deuces one of them said, yeah, but I bet you knew them DJ Envy checks though, like. And I guess that was the line that crossed is like, because for those that don't know that story, like they were high school sweethearts. They were high school sweethearts. And apparently like um, she was the one that had the money when they got together because she had like a decent job and everything. Mm -hmm. Like he was like a struggling DJ. You you can relate on this whole uh-huh, story. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, okay. He's a guy who's in the arts. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I'm struggling. Feeling, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. She had her steady job. Yeah. I'm listening to this, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, like, yeah. And so, of course, they took high, like, said, basically, like, they'd say were highly offended by this, like, because they were implying that she was just with him for his money. They didn't know the whole story that Envy been with her when he had, like, he was on the bus and had, like, two nickels in his pocket. <laughs> Here's my thing about that. Before you open your mouth, do some research about yeah. that type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I hate when guys do that be like, well, you gave with money. A lot of women. That you know them DJ Envy checks. Well, a lot of women. They were with their husbands before they they saw their especially husbands for like the, in this in this the arts is like right, exactly. You're not gonna start. You're not gonna start out making money. No, you're not. I know. I was, I'm a DJ. Like you're gonna eat a lot of shit. Like and gonna yeah. have to enjoy the taste of it before right. you like before you before start you seeing start a return on that. A return yeah. on it. It's like, so you just like trying to be a professional DJ and you're unknown. You like DJ GQ and Juice. Like, oh, you just local. local. And that's what him and Ed, they were together when he was just local. Yeah. Him and Envy and um, Gia, they were together then. Mm-hmm. So then um, a few days later after mm-hmm. like that interview aired, like um, Deuces and Mary appeared on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like they this was booked like to like they knew what was going to happen. Like oh. whoever booked this interview. Oh. So Envy comes out the gate. It's like, yeah, we got some two guests on the show, like Dickhead and Pussy. It's like he's like, you came right. Oh, Charlotte made me feel like, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yeah, like, oh. whoa. oh, you can see like <laughs> you know exactly where it was going there. And so he like Daisy like called him out. Then. Was he at the real light skin? <laughs> exactly. I'm about to say that Charlotte was like skin. made fun of that. The light skin moment hasn't even happened yet. I was just like, I'm gonna tell you the light skin moment that happened on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, he basically come out the gate calling him Dickhead and Pussy. Oh. Oh, oh, and like you oh, could tell oh, that he wasn't oh. joking, like because like you know Sarla and um Deuces and Mero, they still were like kind of like like laughing a little bit, yeah. but he had that look on his face, like like, nah, he's like, nah, like yeah, like, nah, nigga. Like, he talked about me on me and my wife on the real, saying she was just there for my checks. Like we've been together since we were like fifteen. Yeah. Like she was not here for the check. Like she was there when I didn't have shit. Like mm-hmm. she had the good job, like if it was, like in their twenties, like because mm-hmm. she had a college degree and had her, yeah, she had her profession. Gary Owen talked about that with his wife because he was he's like, like, my yeah. wife had the better job at first. He's like, yeah, she had, the she money. had the money. Yeah, he's like, my so, wife yeah. had the money she at was first. There, yeah. yeah, and it's like, right. here's what I think happened with that. Like, Envy probably wasn't all that upset himself, but like his wife probably was mad at what yeah, they said. Like, you call me a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. And he was no like, happy wife, happy life. So like his wife was so he like felt he had to defend the honor of his wife. Right. It's like it's, that's what I think Carter, it was. Like Envy himself probably wasn't super mad at that because like a lot of people saying he took it too far. Like with what he called them out on. But I think that's what it was. His wife probably was like, nah. She probably was like really mad, and he's yeah. like, okay, I gotta call these dudes out. Here. Right. And then um he basically and then they apologized after like but then like right in the middle of the in- interview, Envy gets up and just walks out of the studio. 
And that's when Charlemagne was like, hey, put the camera on Envy's chair. Like, yeah, like, if that ain't being light-skinned, I don't know what it is or something like that. <laughs> he, like, took it there. Angela Yee was kind of quiet then all this. It was basically like, the beige rage. Yeah, beige rage is what beige they called it. <laughs> yeah, like, then he's like, put it on Envy. Because Envy said was just gone. he was just there, and then he was gone. And a second later, you didn't even see him walk out of the room. Like, Envy's just gone. <laughs> And Envy explained why he walked out. He said because um, oh he said I knew I was like I was in a bad mood. Like I don't I didn't want that energy going there. Be so fake it's either. better to just take myself out of the right. situation. And then instead of being fake, because I hate when people sitting there smiling. Like, oh yes, <laughs> knowing that I'm being I'm actually pony. pissed off at these dudes. So like yeah, shit, I said my piece, and I'm just gonna leave. He just wanted right. to confront him face to face. He said I wanted to tell him what I thought of what they did, and mm-hmm. then he just walked out. <laughs> But then it was funny to say, yeah, that ain't like, that ain't being light skinned. I don't know. You know, Charlotte gonna be Charlotte. Hey, stirring that. And shout out Charlotte, man. He's appearing um on the TV one yeah, um, on his saw episode is airing yeah. Sunday night, which would have yeah, aired by the time you hear this, but um, yeah. But yeah, this like was split. Like, so what do you think about all this? Like, was it, did NB take it too far? Or was he just being light skinned? Because like it's <laughs> it's been split down the middle. Like the um responses I've been seeing on my social media. I think he's just being light skinned. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we saw Clay Thompson. Like he walked off. Like uh, yeah, when they yeah, lost. when they lost, yeah. Like was, sorry, dudes. Like I mean, I know you. Clay was in the tunnel. Like as soon as like the Three, triple zeros two, came what? up, yeah. <laughs> he was gone. Probably even before, like when Steph missed that shot, Clay gone. probably started walking towards the bench. He then. was gone. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. That shit. Yeah, when the bad boys walked off the court. The original like, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. not the new one. Yeah, yeah. not the um Lakers one. Yeah. the bad boy one we talking yeah, about. Yeah, the original one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, he was just being light skinned. Mm-hmm. I think. But I think my piece, I think yeah. um, his thing with his, with his wife is what I what it was because yeah. he kept, he kept stressing when he was talking to Deuces and Mary. He was like, "Hey, I don't. You can say what you want about me. Like, I don't, don't I got, a, I got a sense of humor. I don't care. But like, but um, don't bring, don't talk about my wife and my kids. And like, that's, that's how it is. That's yeah, how that's it is with most men because mm-hmm. I know, like I said, being a married woman, I know like if somebody you can say stuff about him, but. I know my husband would defend my honor. A hundred percent. I know he yeah. would defend my honor. Mm-hmm. But you ain't gonna talk slick about my wife. I know he would. Mm-hmm. So Well yeah. like the um the exclamation point we put on this is like then Deuces and Meryl, like they went on their podcast the next day and they basically did the um the breakdown of the Breakfast Club interview. <laughs> so it's like it's I think this is not really over yet because <laughs> like Cause then Envy like started sending out the tweets on his social media. It's like, how come you didn't have that same energy with my face? Cause like they were like kind of like, oh well, we sorry. And then they were like back like themselves on their yeah. podcasts. It's like, <laughs> cause but when he was in their face, they were like all apologetic. Now, and just, <laughs> now it's like now you out, yeah, and I'm gonna talk now. Now that you not here, it's like that, you know, people. They were you know, like, yeah, this nigga being real light skinned and all that. But like they were like, oh no, sorry, we didn't mean to offend. Like on the breakfast club interview. That's how people are. If, like, if like, you confront somebody about their bullshit. They're gonna be like, oh no no no, and then after the fact they're gonna be like, yeah, well, so so I get I, in my face. And I get it because they have to protect that. their brand because their brand is like yeah. they're assholes, like they can't right, be they assholes. Are. Like if they like getting all like apologetic, they they trying to protect their brand. Well, if you're now. an so asshole, gotta, be they should have been asshole. in like they said they should have kept that energy they in the room. Should have kept to be an asshole. Yeah, they were like all apologetic during they the breakfast. They should have just club, been like, then, well, like, you when know, they went back to their party, they were assholes. Well, we ain't know the whole story, but like looking at we didn't know your wife was with you. Like you had nothing. We just thought that she was on some come. We and, she, and and this is just what we do. Like we we're we assholes. We talk shit. shit about people. That's what we do. Like right. Instead of <laughs> making a one eighty and being mm-hmm. like, oh no 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 no, we didn't do that. We wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. No, you no, not you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You can't do that. Nah. Mm-hmm. 
But you yeah. can tone it down a little bit. Like I understand, like if you are an asshole, like I know people who. There's are certain assholes. stuff on my. I'm saying on this podcast, I wouldn't necessarily say if like to somebody's face, right? Yeah, you would tone it, but you wouldn't pick a 180 though. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, you bite wouldn't my tongue. I would still right. like. Um, I've done interviews with like I interviewed Ti on on my radio show, mm-hmm. and like one of the first thing I asked him was like, is when Iggy was like part of the whole Grand Hustle family, and I asked him like, did you write Fancy? I just yeah. A lot of people would have like said that when he's not around, but I said it to his face. Yeah, like, you asked him. Like, it sounds like a Ti record to me. Right. Who that? Who that? Baby, do that. Do that. That's like that's your flow, nigga. (laughs) That's you. Well, I came and called that rap what she was doing, but like, but like the way she was like delivered, that sounds like Ti. Like I, I can hear your voice when she's talking. And he like basically kind of talked around it. You heard now? Why you want to go and do that, love? Huh? You heard that? Yeah, yeah. What I'm hearing, yeah. Grand hustle. Sound like a fucking Ti record to me. Yeah. But like I say, keep that same energy. Like that's I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like if you on talk phony. shit like yeah. away from me, talk shit in front of me. Right, too. Don't yeah. be phony about it. Yeah. But he was being kind of light skinned I give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. But, he was being light. But I get why he was being light skinned I think the wife yeah, was probably like, and if the wife is in your ear, like, nah, you gotta say something to them niggas. Then you, you gotta man up and say something. Yeah. Because yeah. the wife is like, his wife probably was like all in his ear. Like, yeah. nah, you gonna let them niggas talk shit about me? Like, she she probably mm-hmm. was pissed off. That's what I think. So Envy started it's feeling like, some oh, type yeah, of way. I would be, I would feel a way about that. Because, like, being like. Because you know the struggle. Yeah, yeah, I know the struggle. Like, I won't say the amount, but you remember, like, your husband getting a check, like, for, like, some bullshit amount. Yeah, like, very when we first, meager when we amount. First started yeah. dating, and that's one of the things that he I want to say meager, about. I mean, very, very meager. meager. It's, like, even, one, it's probably even lower than what you all are thinking. Yeah, like, that's one of the things that he always paycheck talks about. he wants to get, yeah. It's that it was laughable. It wasn't even gas money. That's how low it was. He's like, he's glad that he met me when he met me because he's like when things happen that are good for him he's like i already have my wife and i don't mm-hmm. have to worry about trying to find somebody who wants me for me just trying to find somebody is that she wanted me for me back in 2009 i wanted him back then in 2009 so he actually was <laughs> so, um, what yeah. I, what akeem was pretending to be in coming to america you got together. He actually was a goat herder. You'd have to pretend to be a goat herder right. now to find my Lisa McDowell. You actually got with the goat herder who became the prince. Who became the who prince. Was becoming the prince. Right, now was becoming the prince. Exactly. So it's like, so I know if somebody came at me, like you on some go, like oh wait a minute now, like I would, mm-hmm. you know, they would get red, they would get all this. So that's what it was. Wagon. I that. think yeah, yeah, like they him and um his wife mm-hmm. probably were having some pillow talk. She probably was mad. Like yeah, like I ain't like when them niggas talked about me. Said I was just with you for your money. <laughs> yeah. And and B's like, so, okay, well we are gonna have him on the show and I'm gonna confront him like mm-hmm. that's like because Sam he so he probably didn't really care that much. Like the way he was upset, it was more his wife. I yeah. think that was pissed off about that bullshit. You don't want to be called a gold digger as a woman. You don't, especially if you're not one. Like if, if you really not, are one, is one thing. But especially if you were the girl when a guy had what's nothing. the movie the five heart be like the Tanya girl she was a gold digger (laughs) yeah she was a gold digger she whoever had sold to the highest bidder she was sold to the highest bidder but if you're more like how Baby Doll was in that right, movie, somebody Baby called Dow you the gold with him. you'd be matched. She was there when Eddie had nothing. <laughs> or um, Teresa Randall, her character. With Dresser, She was yeah. with Dresser when he was broke. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a couple other girls that were with the Fire Heart Beats when they were totally broke. And then JT and his girl eventually got back together. They got together, back together, like, yeah. Because yeah, she was his old day steady. one, he got back with her yeah, eventually. Yeah, his old steady, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, but if you actually are an old steady or a day one, you're going to be mad about that type mm-hmm. of stuff. 
But yeah, that was a wild ass story though. It was like so I'm gonna keep an eye on it. And I think Envy was in Chicago this past weekend. I wish I could like met up. I would ask him about that. Yeah. Cause I would have just said he's like comes out and kept his in there. I would say, yeah, like were you really that mad or was it your wife? Because it seemed like I think your wife said, Oh, you gotta you gotta call them niggas out. And I get it. I get it. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. I exactly, totally get yeah. it. Cause now they got your house all fucked up. So mm-hmm. you say, Okay, I gotta say something to these dudes. My thing I, I say man shit, I gotta say something the to these dudes. Spouse always wins. There you go. There it is. The spouse always wins on mm-hmm. both sides. Uh, are you ready to talk about fake outrage? <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Is Bruno Mars a cultural appropriator? Oh, hoteps. That's what I said. St. Hoteps Day. That's why we calling it that. <laughs> so when this article actually came across my timeline, I was like, how the fuck is Bruno Mars a cultural appropriator? Yeah, where did that come from? Like, where did that First they got a all, fucking record with Cardi B out. This is the hottest record on the radio right all, now. <laughs> first of all, like, okay, Bruno, if you don't know, his, he's multicultural. Yeah. His uh, mother, like I said, she passed away. His mother was Philippine. Yeah. So he's half Philippine. So that's what you see mostly in him because you could look at him like, that's mm-hmm. the vibe I get when I first saw him. I see he looked like a little Asian boy. That's yeah, the, he's uh, half Philippine. And then his father is half Puerto Rican and half Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he's basically a melting pot. So you put that together. You get Bruno Mars. You get Bruno Mars. And then, like, if you don't know, like, a lot of uh, Puerto Rican ancestry came from Africa. Mm -hmm. So That's where that whole Afro-Latino thing comes from. Yeah. So, and looking at Bruno, you know, like, he has brown skin. Mm -hmm. He grew up in Hawaii. He has curly hair. It's like... You know, when you first look at him, like you don't know exactly like, what his racial background is. Like, I didn't like, know what I, I could see the Asian influence, mm-hmm. like most of all. Like I knew it was something else in there too, but right. I, you could see right away, okay, that boy got some Asian going but on. But you can definitely tell he's not white. Like he's looking mm-hmm. at him because like, he's brown. He's you know you could tell he's yeah. not a white boy. Mm-hmm. So when they call him a cultural appropriator, and I'm like, mm. on several occasions, Bruno has openly, you know. Gave homage to black artists. Yeah, because he's like I've been I've been influenced by Michael Jackson, Prince, James Brown, the fucking Teddy Riley. The like, finesse record with black, him and Cardi is the homage to Living Color. Yeah, all these black. Uh, Not just the music video, the song itself. Song it kind of sounds like if you can do what you wanna do. <laughs> it's like if yeah. sound, you can hear the influence in that that's probably why they got the idea to do the video it's, like, it's kind of low in color and living color vibe to yeah. it let's do a video let's do, on the that. Video. Yeah, let's do it thing, yeah. so so the fact that he said in interviews before he said that black people invented everything as yeah. far as music he said that on the record black people have invented everything and yeah. if you go back and look rock and roll rock and roll wasn't Elvis and it de- de- definitely wasn't Marty McFly. <laughs> he <laughs> he, didn't, he Chuck- didn't go back and like Marvin Barry say, "Hey, Chuck, look, yeah, <laughs> this, is, it is. this is white dude with like this playing the guitar. You should do this." No, that's Chuck not what Barry, happened. <laughs> little Richard, yeah, little Richard, the Doug, Isley Brothers, uh, they were like Chubby Checker, all Chubby those guys. Checker, like, all yeah, they're the inventors of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And then you know, of course, like if you go back with the jazz. Mm-hmm. Black people, yeah, blues, blues. black people, hip hop, hip hop, black people. Mm-hmm. Shout out Cool Herc on that one. Yeah, because he said on numerous occasions that black people are responsible for everything. So he was like, 
you know, respect the culture. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he said it to people, like, respect the black people, respect the culture. Black people invented everything. Mm-hmm. Like, going back, you know, the drumming and stuff, that's Africa. You go back to the yeah. drumming. And here's the cool thing about jazz, because, you know, I was in a jazz quintet, is, um, so I know pretty much, I know a good amount of history about jazz, is like, um, when all the black artists were like playing like these days crazy, like, like crazy yeah. jazz. And the white artists like thought it was the instrument, so they said they like to they they said let's switch play. They took the the blacks instrument try to play see if the sounds like mm-hmm. no, it's not the horns. It's like yeah, yeah. it's the skill. It's like yeah, because they said like yeah, let me is it borrow real or let, is it memorized? Yeah, said, <laughs> like said some of the whites asked to like borrow the instruments because they wanted to get that sound, but it's yeah. like. It ain't the instruments that's making that sound. It's us. It's like, yeah. It's a man. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw Mo Better Blues. Mm-hmm. We saw that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. So when they said that, and I'm like, but Bruno acknowledges. And how is he an appropriator? Mm. And then I saw this stupid girl saying, like, yeah, because, like, he's using his um, racial ambiguity to, like, get ahead and this and that. And it's like, and then she was like, well, and she was like, now that hip hop is like deemed as like the number one uh, type of music because, uh, you know, rock and roll. And I'm like, you don't know. I was like, rock and roll was not white. Rock and roll is black. <laughs> it started with-, with all those names we just named the little Richards of the world. Those guys, we just <laughs> right. the ones that they started are the rock pioneers and roll. of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Now, rock and roll got jacked later. It's like, I think when Elvis came yeah, along, Elvis that's um, when it became. I don't even know if I want to call Elvis an appropriator. He probably just grew up liking black music. And yeah, that's, he probably he just did. like imitated it. That's what I think yeah. it was. Like, mm-hmm. So like, oh, I won't call him out on that because I wasn't there. So right, like, we I don't there, know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, though. So he's not an appropriator. Hmm. But I mean, I, I, it's good to see that for the most part, like it looks like most people have shut it down. Like, Bruno is not an appropriator. Like, shut mm-hmm. up. And that's just what the reaction I've seen for people. It's a few people who still try to be like, well, he is kind of, you the know. The whole It's a few, but who's, for the most part. making fun of today? People be like, shut up. Like, no, he's not an appropriator. Such a fight I'll ask now for <laughs> change. change. Shout out Nino Brown. <laughs> and like all like the black artists have come to his defense, like Charlie Wilson and Uncle Teddy Charlie. Riley and all of them. They're like, no, like Bruno. And you mentioned Teddy Riley because um his Uptown Funk was a homage to the New Jack Swing era. Yeah. And Teddy Riley was a big influence on guy. that sound. Yeah, guy and all of that. that Goo that, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby, tonight. Um, Rex in a fag, like Teddy produced that one. Um, the rump shaker, whatever. Yeah. It is like, All yeah, I, I want to like, do is zoom, zoom, zoom. I was zoom, like, zoom, yeah, zoom, that new Jack Swing sound. Teddy Riley's fingerprints are all over. That's mm-hmm. what's like funny. You mentioned he came because like Uptown Funk was an homage to that shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like the whole new Jack Swing era. Mm-hmm. And he paid homage to, um, what's his name? Um, Trinidad James in that record too. Mm-hmm. It was Don't Believe Me Just Watch. That's from the All Gold, All oh, in yeah, My Chain. Go and believe me, Jed Watch is like, it's like, it's like, so he paid homage to his ass and that yeah, shit. Yeah, he does. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I love, I love Bruno Mars. Like, me, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of Bruno. Like I said, I've said it, um, before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, I just couldn't afford his tickets when he was here. There's one I haven't but seen live. Fan, is Bruno I'm a big Mars. fan of him. So now we got somebody I haven't seen live yet. Mm-hmm, because, Bruno. I mean, he has a good voice. He can sing, he can dance, he has a nice look. Because, I mean, he's cute. He has a nice look. He has great energy on stage. He makes great music. He makes bangers, yeah. This dude does a hit machine. Yeah. So, like, what do you see that's like... 
and he did a record with Cardi B. So he gets props <laughs> from me on that one. So what's a negative there? Like, I don't see any negative. Like, I like Bruno Mars' says, beautiful girls all over but the, the world. Yeah, the, um, I like the, the, the B.O.B. joint. Yeah. Nothing on you. Because, like, I was like, who is that singing? I was like, because I liked his voice. I was like, I thought he had a nice voice. I was like, oh, Because I didn't know who the guy was. Yeah, I just kept calling it B.O.B. I didn't even know yeah. who the fucking singer was. I thought he sang nothing on you, I thought, I thought it was just one guy. And yeah. he said, no, nah, Bruno Mars yeah. is on the hook. I was like, okay, I just. Yeah, cause I like, I really yeah. like the hook. The hook was really a nice mm-hmm. hook. So I was like, okay, I was like, I like that song with the guy. I, ended one of, I interviewed B.O.B. Yeah. That was a fun interview. I thought about B-O-B. that right now. That was pretty fun. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fake outrage. It's, he's not an appropriator. Leave Bruno alone. Mm. Bruno, I'm a, I'll adopt you. You one of us. Okay. You one of us. <laughs> You get you know, you got you got permanent uh, pass to the cookout, right? <laughs> you got permanent pass to the cookout. And finally, um, we all know like again, this is a trend going on, but um, you know, Snow Lathan, she did the head shave. Yes, thing, yeah. yes. It's now, um, Tamar Braxton has jumped it. in on it. I and saw it. It looks good. Like I'm she on her Instagram gorgeous. now. Yeah, she like, does. Tamar, she can pull it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks good with a shaved head. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she did hers. It, um, maybe it's because no women, when they go through Thought something divorce, like with yeah. um, and the women's like hair is like mm-hmm. a big thing with women. It's like so. Because she said that it's uh, she said that she feels um, it's cleansing to like cleansing yeah, and she feels bad, so she just shaved. She head. feels free. She said because mm-hmm. that's what she said in her thing. Like, I feel free now. I feel free, mm-hmm. and it is a freeing experience. Like I mean. I've never bit chopped my hair. Like I've said on this, like I am natural. I've been natural. Part of the reason, like, I, when when did you go through a breakup? Is what led to your natural too? Uh, yeah. So like, said women, like they do shit yeah, with their hair when they go through something. Yeah, I just broke up with that stupid guy, yeah. or whatever. And like, yeah. I, I I just went natural in 2007. That's when I started going natural. So, I started yeah. transitioning my hair, and I haven't seen perm since 2007. So, that's, so you can relate on that <laughs> note that you did do something with your hair when you went through a bad mm-hmm. breakup. <laughs> And uh, it is something about just um, when you cut your, because I've had short hair. I've had like the Halle Berry Bob haircut. I've had short okay, hair before. That. And it's like. In college, I mean, you had Yeah, short hair, I cut my hair when I went to college. And it's something about when you have short hair or like the close buzz, because you have to. You have to own that shit when you mm-hmm. have short hair because when you have long hair, it's easy to like flip your hair back and yeah. you know twirl your hair around and do stuff. Anybody with your hair. knows anything about me? Uh, most of the women I've gone out with have had long have hair. Have had long hair, yeah. Uh, fiance's hair was down to her ass, like yeah. my ex fiance. Yeah, uh, long hair, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like my hair is most of the time up because I just mm-hmm. be sick of it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when I do take it down, it's shoulder length my hair, mm-hmm. and it's like it is something about you know planning your hair and. Twirling around mm-hmm. and everything, but it's like when you got that short hair, you can't do all the twirls and all that. Yeah. So you have to own it. You have to, you know. I felt more confident when my hair was short because mm-hmm. like you know I have more of a I'm like this is I'm sassy, sassy now. Yeah. Like I was like with the neck rolling, I was like more you know like and that. Tamar looks good with, with short it. Hair. It's like she saw I like she it. she can pull it off. Like certain women can like Sonal Lathan was able to pull it I like off. Like it, and if you look at um, you know, like um. So we just saw uh, Black Panther, Wakanda. Yeah, the so, women uh, in that movie. Guerrera. So, like, quite a few of the women in that movie mm-hmm. had shaved heads. And they so. on Empire V. Bozeman. Because mm-hmm. they had like a whole like list of like women who do have the shaved heads now. Yeah, I think Kiki Palmer, she cut her hair yeah. now, I think. Let's go with her. Mother. Yeah. Amber Rose, like she kind of kicked that off. <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. shaved head. Buzz cut, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And I think that, you know, it's, I think it looks good. Like, I love Sanaa Lathan in hers. Like, I think that she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous anyway, Sanaa Lathan. Yeah, she's hot. But um, I do like that, you know, going back to the NVR thing, I am not my hair. She made a song. Let's back go back to that. Company. I am not my hair. And oftentimes, us as black women, we are so defined by our hair and the mm-hmm. stereotype. If you have natural hair that isn't a certain texture, you nappy headed. If you put weave in your hair, you're trying to be white. Mm-hmm. If you wear perm in your hair, oh, you on the creamy crack. It's um, a little movie um, <laughs> that is one of you my know. favorite scenes, and you may have heard of it called School Days. It's a scene called Good and Bad Good Hair. Good and Bad Hair. It's like, damn, I just can't win. So what do I what do I do with my hair? Like, you know, everything I try to do with my hair is like I'm it's criticized. Like the one side about. is making fun of the others, all oh, your yeah, short nappy hair, and the other one's like, Yeah, look at you trying to look white over there. Like it's yeah, like that's the what the scene hair. is about. Yeah. yeah, so that bitch thinks she white, yeah. Look at your snappy headed ass. It's like that's yeah. Like all, all of them black women, but they like going back and forth at each We're other all black. about their hair. It's like, We're all black. <laughs> so let's just let's be one. <laughs> yes. But I appreciate each and every one of you. Another um good one in the Another books good there. One. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Kinda all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate each and every one of you joining us on this Saint Hotep's Day. Saint Hotep's Day. <laughs> We're gonna coin that shit. We're gonna get that shit cracking. Yeah. But if you like what we're doing and you want to comment, um, hit up our Facebook fan page for Not Another Damn Podcast. Yes. Like that. Mm-hmm. And to support us, you can subscribe, share, rate, review. We are mm-hmm. on iTunes. You can also find us on TuneIn as well as SoundCloud. Yes. If you want to reach me personally, it's Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. Um, and you can hit up um, uh, OzRadio.net. Trying to think of my own handle. <laughs> 2K Classics, OzRadio.net. Yes. And you can check me out, M-S-I-M-A-H-626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Still getting my updates. 36 weeks now. There ah! you go, yeah. So that means the baby is going to be here very, very soon. Mm. Very soon. Hey, and, and I'm <laughs> trying to have the microphones there when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're still negotiating that. <laughs> and also we have uh, Straight Gully, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on um Twitter at S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. There you go. And please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page and then check out my website. Like I said, now I'm off work now, taking my maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So I will be blogging and vlogging a lot more yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye.